0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. Hey yo man, it's your time. time. It's like poverty. poverty, poverty. It's money,
1: man. What's up y'all? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy the Judgmental Podcast. What's up everybody? This your boy Phil. And I'm Leroy. So what's going on, Phil? Ain't not much, just chilling. How was your Thanksgiving? It's okay. I eat. Okay, but you didn't help cook or anything, right? I cut some cheese. That's not cooking.
2: All
3: right, well, you said help.
1: Okay, did you put anything in the oven? No. <laughs> and, <laughs> and why not?
2: Because I didn't
1: have to. You don't have to do a lot of stuff, but you just do it just because. Did you cook for Thanksgiving? I cook for myself, yeah it wasn't turkey or anything
2: all right well then you ain't cook for thanksgiving well who i'ma cook for thanksgiving for whatever who i'm cooking for your family yeah my wife and my uh, mother-in-law got that
1: and you can help you can contribute also contribute to some uh making the um y'all eat ham
2: how about you come over and cook for the family
1: I don't eat meat, so I mean I can't tell you how it's gonna taste if I don't if I can't eat it. <laughs> so okay, you got another holiday coming. How about Christmas? Now let's get to, now, let's get to the show. Say? No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Christmas coming up. So you going you gonna help? You're gonna contribute on Christmas? I got a wife that takes care of me. Okay, but you can help though. <laughs> let's get back
2: on to the show.
1: You can help, right? Am I correct? Just say yeah, I no. can help.
2: No, I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, viral videos of the week. Let's talk about this idiot Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley went on CNN talking about how the black community treat members of the LGBTQ community. And I probably said that wrong, but here's the video. Well, here's the here's the re- report or video. I, I don't know what you want to call it. Here we go.
2: And one thing has always
4: disappointed me, black people treat gay people. We are the worst. When it comes to treating gay people. <laughs> and that's one thing growing up. It really always bothers me. And I want to reach out to you. And all my gay friends. All my transgender friends. And tell you man. I got number love and respect for you. I want you to be you. And I wanted you to know that that day. Because I understand being black. What it's like being gay. Because you get mistreated. And it's really unfortunate. And sad oh, and stupid to be honest with you.
1: So he did two uh, things. He said black people treat gay people the worst. And then he, <laughs> he said black, black people gay, treat gay people the worst. Then he compared gay people to black people. So thanks, Charles, for setting us back another 50 steps.
2: <laughs> Charles Barkley is an idiot. Like I said before, <laughs> do you believe he got transgender friends and gay friends? Come on now. Um. Well, look at the world he in, food. I
1: mean like my goodness okay he sits in he he goes to TNN i think TNN is uh TNN TN. TNT okay. is in uh Georgia right where they do the uh-huh. do the shooting and stuff now when they sitting in meetings who you think is going to be sitting in the meetings with him ain't other former basketball players
2: so i right, think but, he, but, he's probably just cool because, with, uh, no just because just because you're you're cool with somebody or you tolerate or you work with somebody doesn't mean that you're friends
1: well, if they've been working with each other for an amount of years, they might be friendly with each other. So I can see now the transgender gender no, thing. No, no, no. I F- give you friendly, that one. Friendly
2: with each other and friends is not the same thing. I don't know why you keep trying to make it sound like it is.
1: OK, what do you call? OK, what's friend? A co-worker.
2: Friendly OK, now what's being, friends? It's just being cordial, being nice to somebody. That's That don't mean that's your friend. OK, what's friends? Friends is somebody you know, somebody you busted up with, you, you hang out with. That's and, a
1: friend. and you don't think Charles Barkley would have a, a gay friend?
2: I don't think Charles Barkley got gay and transgender friends that he hang out with and talk to and spend time with. No,
1: I, I'm I'm like, look, the, the guy, look at the world he's in. Like, my okay. goodness. So I I'm don't thinking he do. Now, I give you the transgender thing, but the gay thing, please. No, I don't believe I, it. I'm like, look at the world he in. I don't see anything uh, what he said or wrong, but well, what he said was stupid about the uh, we treat gay people the worst. And here we go. We have a guy that's uh, what was that in? That was in Colorado where uh, he he uh, shot up the gay club mm. and and the guy and the guy who called himself non-binary. He's a white man who called himself non-binary, but black people treat gay people the worst. And he pretty much killed his own own uh, group of people. So I
2: don't yeah,
1: know what Charles he's Buckley talking about. Shit with that one. Right. All right. So everybody uh, that's on the Internet and has and made national news, which is a good thing, about uh, Shanquella Robinson, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina businesswoman, Shaquille Robinson, and her quote unquote friends, Khalil Cook. Khalil Cook is supposed to be her best friend. Malik Dyer, Winter Donovan, Elise Hyatt, Dejanee Jackson, and Nazir Wiggins took a trip to Mexico. Khalil called her mom and told, told them Shinkwila died of alcohol poisoning. Of course, we didn't know that's not the case. So here's the video. We're going to, Here's the report. This this first video is about, uh, you know, everything that uh, happened. And her mom is uh, speaking.
5: Tonight, It's become a mystery in Mexico as the Charlotte family tries to find answers into how a 25-year-old wound up dead.
6: Well, conflicting reports now have them now wondering what really happened at a villa in Cabo
7: San Lucas. Morgan Francis tonight spoke to the family and joins us now here in the studio. So Morgan, when did all this happen? Alicia, this happened about two weeks ago. Shanquilla Robinson went to Mexico with her friends. She arrived early on Friday the 28th and her family says the next morning she was dead. It was supposed to be a fun, long weekend for 25-year-old Shinkwella Robinson and her group of friends, who went to Cabo to celebrate one of their birthdays.
4: She told me they had a chef. They was getting ready to eat. They was eating tacos, some salad or something. They was eating, and um, I said, "Well, okay. I love you. Have a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow." And I never talked to my child again, and she never made it back home.
7: Robinson's mom, Salamandra, says within 24 hours of her daughter's arrival, she was dead. Figuring out how or why has only added to the family's nightmare. It started with a frantic call from Robinson's friends.
4: They said she wasn't feeling well. She had alcohol poisoning. They couldn't get a puff. Each one of the the people that was there with her was telling different stories.
7: It's when the family made calls to the FBI and Mexican authorities that they learned of another potential cause of death.
4: And the autopsy came back. They said it didn't have anything to do with alcohol. said that she had been um, she had a broken neck, and her spine, in the back was cracked. She had been beaten.
7: Salamandra says the entire group came back from Mexico, leaving her daughter's body there.
1: Uh, what about your friends? They they fucked her over two times, uh-huh. nearly set her up while she was there, and then left left without her. Goddamn! You just better off just being by yourself.
7: Two weeks and six thousand dollars later, her body is back home. But answers have been hard to come by.
4: You know, I know that's not going to bring my child back, but I want something done about it.
7: Queen City News has spoken with officials at the U.S. State Department in Mexico who refute the claim that Robinson was murdered, saying the police's initial indication is that there was no clear evidence of foul play. Here in Charlotte, her family refuses to believe their daughter's death was an accident and they vowed to find the truth of what happened that night in Cabo.
4: She had a heart of gold. She loved everybody, and pretty much everybody loved her.
7: An official with the State Department told us they're helping the family obtain reports from authorities and recommend the family hires a private investigator and an attorney if they question the circumstances surrounding Shinquilla's death. Alicia.
1: Now, uh, with this report, this was like the first report. Uh, so they they didn't mention the video and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, with this th- this this report doesn't say that the the okay, uh, Khalil had told told the mom. I guess they kind of know Khalil. Mm-hmm. They told the mom that you know she died of alcohol poison or whatever. They came back and he went over her house. He went over the mom's house. And they, you know, asking them what happened and all that stuff, and they said that he was pacing, looking nervous, sweating, telling her that, you know, she died of alcohol poisoning. He he left again. He came back with all her her uh, suitcase and everything with uh, some of the girls that I think it was only two girls that went with him, or three maybe, mm-hmm. have came over there, came over back over to mom house to discuss what happened and they all it, it was like he was using them to like tell them what happened and you know they was telling the mom uh, what happened so that's what made them think well you know something ain't right that's what got the ball rolling with them for calling people and all that stuff because it mm. didn't sound it didn't sound right the way she was acting they didn't say that in in uh this report uh uh the next one uh, first of all I want to know: Us uh, Khalil and the other, uh, the other two guys that went with him, are they gay?
2: Uh, I think her best friend is because he seemed like he got a little sugar in his tank. You heard him talk. I yeah, I've I seen him mm-hmm. talking. I've seen him mm-hmm. like doing videos and stuff like that.
1: Okay, uh, Malik, Malik, and and Nazir are the two other the the two other guys that uh was on the um. That went with them I don't understand how if it how do girls go to go to uh, go to on a trip with three guys like that and y'all all stand in a room together that doesn't sound right to me
2: well they said she paid for the whole trip
1: yeah and uh well do you know how how long did she been knowing these people
2: uh mm-hmm.
1: okay. I think Khalil, she been knowing, you know, way back in the day, you know, the family knew him and stuff. Mm -hmm. But these other people, they, I don't know, how in the world do she even know him? Because 25 years old, going on a trip like that with all these people don't even seem right to me. And you a business woman? Well, I think
2: think it was three girls that went with him. The one girl, the day that she left for vacation, they said uh, her sister died. Did you hear about that? No. Her sister died and she was mourning with the uh family and stuff and then she left for the trip?
1: No. Mm-hmm.
2: Got shot up by a drug dealer or her boyfriend she was with and he was a drug dealer and they both got shot up or something. When she got killed by the boyfriend or something. It was crazy. Uh I think Willie did a story on it.
1: Well, here's the uh the next report is about the death certificate when they're talking about all her injuries and everything.
6: Emerging from a story that we first told you about last night at 10. A Charlotte family is searching right now for some answers after a mysterious death in Mexico.
5: Queen City News anchor Morgan Francis has been digging into this story. And, Morgan, we understand that you got your hands on the death certificate today.
7: Yeah, Brian, I did. Twenty-five-year-old Tranquilla Robinson died a day after she arrived in Cabo with her friends. The family says her friends told them she had alcohol poisoning, but the death certificate I received today says nothing about alcohol.
4: I probably won't be at ease until someone's arrested.
7: Whether or not someone should be arrested in the death of 25-year-old Shinquela Robinson remains as uncertain as how she died. The woman, well-known for her business braiding hair, turned up dead after just a day on vacation in Mexico. According to her family, Robinson's friends told them she was drunk.
4: They had a villa and they stayed there. All night, they didn't go out at all. No one told the same story, so I never believed them anyway.
7: Queen City News obtained Robinson's death certificate, which lists the cause of death as severe spinal cord injury and atlas luxation, which is instability in the uppermost vertebrae. In the section where police could have noted any sign of intoxication, it says person found unconscious on her living room.
4: And they didn't call us at the very last minute. And then on top of that, they said the maid found them.
7: The group stayed here at Villa Linda 32, a property listed on CaboVillas.com. A rep with the company says the group called the concierge for help Saturday afternoon. The concierge called a doctor who gave CPR. Robinson died at 3. The
1: doctor was on the scene. It wasn't a doctor they had to call, but the doctor was there already.
7: 3 p.m. an estimated 15 minutes after her injury. We obtained a list of 7 guests who signed into the villa and called the phone numbers they left with the company. Some numbers weren't valid. Please leave your message for And others went to voicemail. So, the death certificate has a section that reads, Was it accidental or violent A death? Yes, was typed into that section. So, it's still not clear which one authorities meant to select. The U.S. Department, uh, U.S. State Department told Queen City News that Mexican authorities say there's no clear evidence Robinson was murdered.
1: Okay. Really? Uh, <laughs> our next report is a reporter going to one of the, one of the uh, person's house. Uh, looking for him.
7: The death of a Charlotte woman while on vacation has the attention of federal investigators, but several questions remain about what happened to Shankwella Robinson. Many of those questions take aim at the group of friends that were with her when she was mysteriously found dead. Today, WBTV's Siobhan Bryan went to the homes of some of those people who reportedly joined her on that trip.
6: Shanquella Robinson is now in her final resting place, but her family simply can't find peace with so many questions remaining about what really happened to her that turned a vacation to tragedy. The sound of a doorbell camera, but otherwise silence as I tried to visit two of the people who joined Shanquella on what would be her
8: final...
1: Oh man, there's somebody in there. Pick up that damn package. I bet bet you if you take that package, I bet you somebody will be running out there for <laughs> you.
6: ...vacation. These friends reportedly told her parents she died from alcohol poisoning in Cabo, Mexico. We now know an autopsy revealed a cracked spine. This, after a disturbing video, now viral, appears to show the 25-year-old involved in a fight. This weekend, hundreds attended her funeral at Macedonia Baptist Church. Activist Tamika Mallory spoke at the service, promising to help solve the mystery of her untimely death, as her family awaits answers and justice. Losing a loved one in the heinous way in which has
1: happened. Here's our girl uh do you think that that she knows uh, these people
2: she uh she's talking like she do and she's there so i'm thinking she probably do know somebody Mm -hmm. and they say this girl's like uh was making a lot of money on her hair business so she might have fucking done her hair who knows
6: To Shanquella, there probably will never be peace for them, but there cannot just be an unopened situation. It has to be closed with truth, um, and it has to be that there is accountability for those who are responsible for her death. And a GoFundMe for the family has surpassed its goal, raising more than $350,000. This is the family continues to press for answers, both for Mexican investigators and the FBI. And WBTV will, of course, stay on top of this evolving investigation and bring you updates along the way on air and on wbtv.com in charlotte i'm siobhan brian wbtv on your side
9: uh,
1: siobhan all right and the last one uh this was a uh, friday where they uh have arrest warrants but they don't, doesn't name they don't name the uh, people that's on the warrant so here we go i don't know what the hell this is a secret about but that's what it is go. to keep
10: it a secret News of an arrest warrant being issued comes as Shin-
1: I know this is a sad story and everything. And rest in peace to Shankwila, But we can't mention Danielle, Daniel with this damn jacket and that button is struggling. That button is struggling to stay on.
2: He shouldn't have He
1: he got he got his other co-worker's button, but the the co-worker they like similar in size, but not quite. So he using his jacket, and that darn thing is just struggling to stay on.
2: You stay busting on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, I, I can't. He's on television. I mean, I can't help it. Queen City News. I don't know what the hell what station is that, but I I know it's a Charlotte thing, but I don't know what affiliate it is it.
10: Quilla Robinson's family endured the first Thanksgiving without her. In a news release, prosecutors said that they want to start the extradition process as soon as possible.
4: I'm waiting for someone to be arrested
10: because someone need to be arrested for this. You know, she didn't deserve that. Salamandra could be one step closer to facing her daughter's alleged killer. Shanquilla Robinson's mother sat down with Queen City News Wednesday afternoon, just a few hours before an arrest warrant was issued in her daughter's death. Somebody need to step up and tell the truth and quit hiding. They need to go talk to the F. B. I quit talking to social media and all that because they can't help. You can't nobody on there help you. In Thursday's news release, the attorney generals for the state of Baja California, sir, laid out their rough timeline of events. They say the 25 year old and six friends checked into their villa in San Jose del Cabo on October 28. Fewer than 24 hours later, she was dead. Her friends claim that she hurt herself after getting drunk. This now viral video allegedly shows otherwise. That let us know that how she really was killed. There are discrepancies between the police report and her death certificate like different times of death and the failure to report that a doctor was with her for three hours before she died.
4: She had a knot on her head, lip was busted. eye was, um. even the guy said she had a bloodshot eye. I don't know if she was actually, eyes was open when the doctor arrived. I don't know that, but you know, I'm just saying you could look at it until she had been jumped.
1: That's my point. Like, well, I understand why why uh, they did it, but I'll, I'll give you my opinion Mexico. when this is
10: over with. The prosecutors say that they're investigating if there was a potential cover-up. They've labeled her death a femicide, telling us... In Mexico, the violent death of a woman for reasons of gender is classified in our penal system as femicide. It can be committed by a man or woman who have relationships with the victim of this extreme manifestation of violence. We cannot release the names of probable perpetrators. Prosecutors have labeled her death the result of a direct attack, not an accident. I requested the name of her accused killer that is listed in the warrant and if more warrants would be issued, but was told no comment. The FBI has ordered a second autopsy to be done. That was last week. We are still waiting for the report to come back. Daniel Pierce, Queen City News.
1: Yeah, uh, young men, young ladies. When you have to be aware, when you go on outside, especially to a foreign country, you have to be aware of your surroundings. Uh, Think of it as a, a home team and away team. If you play in a home game, you do totally different things than when you're playing an away game. You away in this foreign country, you can't be getting pissy drunk like this. You cannot be, it's okay to have fun, have your drinks, have your fun, but all that getting pissy drunk and everything, no, because I think these, these, uh, whoever they're, they don't like her. they probably all didn't, Uh, like you said, she was making all this money and all this stuff, so they probably didn't really like her from the jump, so they probably got her drunk up, and they, they, I, in terms of killing her, I, I doubt they wanted to go there and kill her. I think they wanted to go there to try to embarrass her and beat her up, which is why they recorded that video of her being beaten like that. Like, so they can put that on social media, like, yeah, we did this and all that, so they can run and tell everybody. You know how these these young folks do today. Well, they ain't really all that young. She's in her, they're in their mid-20s. But, well, you know what I mean. That's how they do now. Be, be very... Be very wary of your surroundings. And for her that making all this money and all that stuff, why are you going uh, uh, to to a trip with all these people like this? I want to know. Motherfuckers too. Yeah, I want to know. Uh, okay, we're going to exclude Khalil because Khalil was, was her best friend. But I want to know what's her quote-unquote best friend. I want to know... Uh, how does she know all these other people? Is these just people she did girls she did their hair for or something like that? I don't know because it seemed like she might not even know them that well. And uh, Mexico, Mexico told them to get this ghetto shit. Let's clear this ghetto shit and get them out of here. I bet you when all this stuff went down, Mexico told them to get on the next thing smoking
2: and uh-huh. they left
1: because they well wanted- and and good good.
2: I was going to say uh a lot of this wouldn't have came out if the assholes wouldn't have been recording everything and posting it on social media
11: right so here
2: so here they recording beating this girl she's not fighting back it's another video where her walking through the halls looking for them to change yeah. into their bathing suits
1: i see like yeah. so
2: all these videos are coming out that's pretty much like getting their own selves in trouble
1: mm-hmm and uh uh, well, also, like you said, the video and also my man keep keep kept coming over to mom's house and they like went, something ain't right. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what got the ball rolling with them calling Mexico and all that stuff. So Mexico wanted them to get that. I don't know how much it is to rent that place, but you ain't going to mess up this money. I, I They probably got her body out of there as fast as they can. They just wrote anything on that death certificate mm-hmm. just so they can get out of there. Like you bringing this ghetto shit here to Mexico. They told their asses. Get on the next thing smoking. And what I would have did if I was Mexico, I'd have locked their asses all up. Oh, what happened? Oh, alcohol yep. poisoning. Yep. Her face is all uh, beat up and everything. I'm locking everybody up in there. Uh, yep. uh Philip, all is going to take an hour. It's going to take an hour for somebody to start telling. Well, look, this will happen. Blank and blank, this and this, that. It was easy. They could have solved that easily. But they wanted to Go ahead.
2: Well, I was t- trying to figure out who's on the war because if they're going by the video, then it would be the girl that attacked her. But mm-hmm. then everybody was saying that that winner is the one that attacked her after that and broke her neck, the light skinned girl. Yeah. And she was saying, and then they got like some audio that got released to her. And she was like, it was, she said it was something on the bed, but they saying she wasn't dead. I don't understand what she's saying, but it, it sounded like she's saying like she got slammed on a bed and it was something on the bed that probably hit her back or hit her neck and that like fucking killed her. Right.
1: Well, I think uh, Khalil was on a warrant because uh, if that's his quote unquote best friend, why is he sticking up for these other girls that heard that, uh, her?
2: It's not Khalil because they said directly involved. That means it's probably somebody that touched her. It's one of them girls. Well, was who
1: was recording about. it? Because they were involved also. They ain't well, tell.
2: Well, well, Khalil and that other girl was recording
1: because well, I seen her
2: hand and I saw him recording. He wanted right. to fight back.
1: Right, that's that's why uh, she's supposed to fight back, but she tore up drunk. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, that's why I said he's probably on a warrant too. Because why is he covering up for them?
2: Well, they only said one name was on the warrant, right? So it's it probably be, it
1: might be him. Because no, uh, again, would have, it
2: would have to have been one of those girls that attacked her. So,
1: so why would he cover up for them? I'm not going to jail for 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 none of them.
2: For what? Going to jail for itself for recording and them watching it, and then like you said, they all left the body and then they all lied to the parents. It was a whole big mess,
1: right? Yeah, such, such a sad, and I'm glad that uh, uh, it made national news and everything because bringing that ghetto shit to a to, uh, the, well, I guess you can say a foreign country. You would you call Mexico a foreign country? Yeah,
2: yeah. well, Mexico, they the ones that got that issued the warrant, so they wanted them to be extradited back there,
1: right? Yeah, because the heat got on them, that's why. Mm-hmm. And they wanted that's what the FBI got involved, the mom complained. The FBI got involved. That's the reason why, because they wanted to get them. At, they wanted to get they, they. ghetto asses out of that that uh, villa before it it start coming out that you know somebody was killed there and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Because uh, they mustn't pay pay the printing pity for that place because well, that you was know the, how they do. They
2: don't want to mess up their resort money and be like, oh, somebody died there. We can't be going to that one.
1: Right. Uh, well, hell no. No, you can't use that villa because that's on un- that villa is under uh, detectives. Got to search, you know, and clear everything and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Nope, they cleared that thing out as quickly as possible and put anything down on that death certificate. Alcohol poisoning. Her face is all messed up.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the guy in his interview, he's the only one that's talking on social media. And he was saying well, he he said he got there late. First of all, he lied because whatever time he said he got there, they posted it online and showed that he got there. I think he got there at like 2.15, but he said he didn't get there to, to 3.30. But he said she was laying down and he kept saying, come on, cooler, we got a lot of stuff to do, like jet ski and all this. He said he could see that her lip was busted and her eye was bloodshot. That's what the mom was talking about. That He said that on the video. Right. And then uh, yesterday I seen another video come out where they show her laying there. Somebody was recording her laying there and they said they don't know if she was dead or alive in that video.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, what guys this that you talking about that's doing in
2: with all the with all the tattoos and stuff? He's the only one that's on social media. Everybody else didn't block their social media and stop posting stuff.
1: Okay, I i don't uh I think uh, it was only
2: two guys there, and then I think it was three girls. No or four girls. No,
1: Malik, uh Nazir and Khalil. Okay. The girls were Winner, Elise, and Dejeanne. So it was seven of them all together four four girls so it was another girl then
2: it was another girl the
1: other girl girls. is uh Sinquilla.
2: okay
1: yeah so it was seven of them but uh seven of them including Sinquilla so it was four girls and three guys that's why I'm wondering like why are you going to view a if you a y- young lady why would you want to go on a trip with guys like that or do any of these guys have relationships with these girls Are they I'm gay I'm pretty sure they
2: do It's a group thing I'm pretty sure it is some relationships oh, Like I said, that's her best friend And I think the other two guys was probably, probably With two girls and somebody else tagged along Mexico should have kept them all there And if yep. Mexico didn't keep them all there Then they should issue a warrant for all of them Bring all the asses back And that's yep. the last thing you want to be is locked up abroad
1: Exactly, all they had to do Is lock them up in that cell Give them an hour, somebody will be talking Like, cause exactly. look, I ain't going to jail For yeah. them, blankly blank did such and such Such and such did this I ain't
2: going to jail for none of them if I'm not so, involved in it, somebody said in Mexico jail they don't even feed the prisoners. The only food that the prisoners get is when their family bring them food up there.
1: Oh well, that's what they'd have been starving then until somebody told what happened. Once once they they feel that that prison that that prison concrete or uh, a sand I don't know what type of the they prison they probably all like.
2: should they probably all should just get locked up some was that because even if you didn't have a direct hand in that. You still recorded it, you still stood by and watched, and you still helped lie, and you still left her there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, rest in peace to that young lady. And uh, hopefully, well, give it a week or two, everything will come out, and they can uh, prosecute whoever.
2: It's still coming out, little bits and pieces of the story.
1: Yeah. Well, let's go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Married man Sertan Sharif murdered 20-year-old Canario Brunson because he wanted to end the relationship and a young girl was contacting his wife. She played the game and pay- paid the price. Here's the report.
5: Criminal charges filed this week one month after the life of a 20-year-old Milwaukee woman came to a violent end. CBS 58's Michelle Fiore sat down with the victim's parents today, and she joins us now live in the studio. Michelle.
8: Bill, Ka- Konya, uh Kanya Brunson's mom calls her daughter her best friend. She's like
1: me. See? It ain't just us. <laughs> it ain't just us. It's these names out here. <laughs>
8: and two men face charges, but the criminal complaint points to lies others told, and for that, Kanya Brunson's mom is pressing ahead. Kanaya Brunson turned 20 in June, a joy to be around.
2: She can make you smile right away.
8: Brunson wanted to be an orthodontist or a vet, later learning she was good at making others look good, so she enrolled in beauty school.
1: And if you notice that every picture, she looks totally different. Now, the Mm. picture of her smiling in the car looks totally different from the picture right here. And
8: what's
2: going on with
1: her eyes? Uh, She got those dumb uh, eyelashes on there, as you call them big old dumb eyelashes that you talk about. Uh She
0: taught me. How to put on
8: eyelashes
1: and do my eyebrows.
0: This
8: is Brunson leaving home the morning. And
1: how old's the mom? Because she looked very young.
8: Morning of September 24th, texting her mom a smiley. I wasn't even there 30 minutes, and they called and told me her car was
0: found. And I knew then, at that point, like, something happened to
8: her. The day of the murder, police say Brunson met up with a married man she'd been seeing, Sutan Sharif. Strangely, he'd reached out to Brunson's mom a week earlier. He
3: goes on
0: to say, I want to be done messing with your daughter, but she's reaching out to my wife.
8: September 24th. Well,
1: yeah, he told you what was up, like he wanted to end the relationship and stopped trying to call his wife.
8: Fourth, a friend of Sharif's called 911 after he says he saw Sharif on top of the victim in Sharif's car, and that the female stated, he cut my throat. She was screaming and pleading for help. Police didn't locate the two then, but hours later were called to an alley near Keefe and Palmer, where Brunson had been tied, shot, and then set on fire. She was everything to me. She was everything, and this is the most hurtful feeling. Police interviewed a number of people, including Sharif's wife, who claimed he'd been with her the night of the murder which the complaint says was debunked through video evidence.
0: And they think that they're going to be out here and live their normal life
8: after they, you know, help with this. Sharif's brother-in-law, Johnny Allen Hopgood, is charged as an accomplice.
1: It's still hard to believe that. Yeah, I want to know, is that the wife's brother? So the wife's brother helping him with a damn body? You mm-hmm. have got to be out your mind. Yep. And then, and then the wife. is, She is a ride or die. She told she tried to lie to the police. Mm-hmm. She getting she getting charged, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's not, you know, here with us.
8: Bond for Sutan Sharif is a half million dollars, and for Johnny Allen Hopgood, it's fifty thousand. Both are due back in court next week. Reporting live in the studio, Michelle Fiore, CBS Fifty Eight News.
1: Yeah, young ladies, don't be playing. Why she messing with that
2: old man anyway?
1: Exactly. Don't I don't know his age, but uh, as Philip said, he's an older guy with uh gray and all that stuff, and she's 20 years old. Uh, don't be playing with people like this, young ladies. The if the man wants to end it, you should have ended it, and don't play games like calling his wife and all that stuff. What did you think that was going to happen? What did she expect that was going to happen? Was he going to dump his wife and get with a 22 year old woman who don't probably don't have anything yet? Come on now. Yeah. Playing games, playing games and played the price. Leave people alone. That man told you he wanted to end it. You should have left him alone. You a young woman. You can find anybody. And what makes him so special anyway? The damn man is married. He can't do nothing for you.
2: That's probably what it was. He probably was supporting her, paying her fucking rent and giving her money and all this shit. So she ain't want to cut that off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we going to Kenner, Louisiana. Police arrested 36-year-old Trafika Griffin and her 15-year-old son. Mother was arrested after she armed her teenage son with a gun, drove him around trying to find a boy who threatened her son with a gun. (laughs) Well, they caught up with the ops and a shootout occurred on the highway. Here's the report
6: police arrest a mother accused in connection with a
8: rolling gun battle
6: Sunday in Kenner.
8: Yeah, investigators say she armed her teenage son mm. intending to retaliate against the boy's classmate for threatening him with a gun. Paul Murphy's joining us now with the full story, Paul.
12: Katie Charisse, police tell me the mother and son caught up with the classmate. Shots were exchanged in the middle of the day from vehicles on the street near a popular Kenner restaurant. Police called the mother's actions Extremely reckless. It was a busy Sunday afternoon at Harbor Seafood on Williams Boulevard in Kenner. Shortly before two, a pair of vehicles sped down 32nd Street near the popular restaurant with passengers shooting at each other. (laughs) Children out
10: playing, passerbys on the street and other vehicles, so we're very grateful that no passerbys, uh,
12: no citizens or, or, uh, you know, patrons of that restaurant were struck by gunfire. According to Kenner police, the whole thing started two weeks ago with a fight between two teenagers at a local high school. Police say Sunday, one of the teens and an older brother showed up in the 3100 block of Phoenix Street brandishing a gun near the other boy's apartment building the 15 year old ran and told his mother what happened the mother and her son got into a vehicle and started driving around the neighborhood looking for the other t- she said
2: motherfucker, get in this car we gonna go out riding
1: we're gonna ride for you we gonna hunt
2: this motherfucker down what has to be going through your mind to go this route of all the options to take Who is shit Phil? you know that hood oh, shit and my thing
1: is, like you're like you're saying, like, what do you really think that was going to happen? So you give him a gun, you give a 15 year old boy a gun and you're going to go out riot, hunting for this guy who pulled who pulled out a gun on your son.
2: And if you're walking down the street, what
1: you're going
10: to do? drive by. Yep. His brother, At the initial canvas the detectives on scene, uncovered some disturbing video where uh, it was heard the mother um kind of directing the juvenile to arm uh themselves with firearms prior to now what who's recording this exactly who
2: recording and posting this crazy shit
10: right entering the vehicle and pursuing
12: snitching uh that other yeah other vehicle police described a rolling shootout when the mother and son caught up with the other car on 32nd street about a block from williams shirley salisbury has lived on phoenix street for about 25 years she says the mother should not have taken the law into her own hands.
1: I can say that's wrong
4: because I knew I would never involve my 15 year old, 17 year old, whatever age to get into, you know, a gun battle with no gun, no, that's wrong.
12: Police arrested the mother, 36 year old Tarika Griffin and her son, who they did not identify shortly after the shooting. Thursday, the older brother of the other teen, 22 year old Dag Maui Takiste was also taken into custody. According to police, the 15-year-old started shooting at the other vehicle after his mother's gun jammed. She should have just called the police and got the police involved. Horribly reckless.
1: Yes, ma'am, that's what happens when you have sense. When you have no sense, you do shit like this. You give your kid a gun and you go out shooting. Now, uh, let me ask you a question. Now, back in the day when you was filling out, uh, trying to get grants for college and, and all that stuff, you couldn't have a criminal record. Now, all these young men is getting criminal records before they even get, get, a, get graduate high school. So is it still the same that you can't get a grant?
2: If you have a, 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 a criminal record. Well, you're talking to the wrong person about grants and shit like that. Cause I don't know nothing about it. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm thinking like, well, damn all these kids getting, getting criminal records before they, they be like 14, 15 getting criminal records. Cause back then they always say you know don't don't uh, get a record because you can't uh you you can't get grants and all that stuff when you're trying to go to college
0: uh-huh.
1: so, so i don't think that well, if that's the case she just screwed him over because the hell
10: and uh, potentially deadly uh, incident here
12: griffin was booked with felony contributing to the delun- delinquency of a juvenile she her son and the third suspect also face a list of gun charges. Police expect to make additional arrests in the case. A very shocking case, Paul. Thank you so much.
1: No, ain't all that shocking, ma'am. We hear about this often. Goodness gracious. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we gonna go up to Caldwell, New New Jersey. Gordon Lawshe, AKA Kenneth, as in uh, uh, Mel Cairn, <laughs> called the police on his nine-year-old black neighbor, after he seen her spraying trees, trying to kill spider lantern lantern fly, flies. You seen lantern flies, right? Yes. Now New Jersey has a campaign telling oh. residents to kill them when you see them because they kill trees and plants. So they, she, they told
2: us that too here. Uh, your township. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Well, I guess the township or Pennsylvania, but I remember it came out on the news it was like if you kill if you see them, kill them.
1: Right. So she was doing her duty. As, as a citizen of Caldwell, New Jersey, and my man called the cops on her. Here's the report.
8: A Caldwell mob is speaking out and demanding her local officials have a conversation about racism after a neighbor called the police on her nine-year-old daughter, who's black, for spraying trees to save them from spotted lantern flies. As Melissa Rose Cooper reports, the story is sparking debate and support from those outside New Jersey.
0: Bobby has not been the same since that day. You know, I'm doing my job, you know, just the same way the officer did, to let her know emotionally and even physically that she didn't do anything wrong. Yet it's a thought.
3: Monique Joseph says her (laughs) nine-year-old... Old daughter Bobby questioned last month after a police officer approached them while Bobby was spraying trees with a homemade solution to kill spotted lanternflies.
0: Like my oldest daughter Hayden said, Bobby wanted to do something that made her feel like she was helping the environment. And it literally just came from that. You know, like, wow, I hear about it on the news. My teachers are talking about it. And there are two trees on my block. Maybe I can save those two trees.
3: So it was shocking for Joseph to learn her neighbor Former city council member Gordon Lawshee, someone she says she has had friendly interactions with in the past, called police.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Uh, this is Gordon Lawshee. I'm at 15 Elizabeth Street. Um, there's a little a little black woman. Walking, boy, like, playing stuff on the sidewalks and trees. On Elizabeth in Florence. I don't know what the hell she's doing. It scares me, though.
0: Initially,
1: It's a canoe. Of- a Kenneth is the male version of Karen. I'm not going to call him Ken because a Ken is cool. Kenneth is the one you got to watch out for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: little, he, called, he said a little black lady.
1: Yes. And, and what do I tell you about when it comes to that? How they don't Uh. uh, uh well, here you go. I. I here. Here's what the uh, mom's going to say.
0: When I spoke to him immediately after, my first reaction was, let me, let me ask him, why did he feel the need to call? Um, in that conversation, he told me two things that do not correlate with the 911 report. He told me he thought she could have been a lost little girl or she could have been a little old lady with dementia. I immediately <laughs> challenged that. What did you ask her if she was lost? You know, how could Bobby be lost on her street? He's full you of know shit. Us. You know Bobby. and his-
1: As she said, you know us, you know Bobby. Well, technically, he don't. And, uh, <laughs> that, that goes to what I always tell you about. <laughs> no, he seen <laughs> well, I it there. He just ain't here. No, he, he probably didn't really know him because you know, you know how, uh, you know. What well, they all look the same. No, no, not that one. Uh, what, what me and Combat Jack said. Uh-huh
2: was
0: you can never be too safe people are crazy out here monique
3: law call called to police now raising concerns of biased treatments and racism his attorney greg massara denies racial profiling was involved but because of the accusations he says
9: well he
1: said it was a it was a little black woman so he said black woman so that makes it, it it does make it racial right
2: no not necessarily when you describe what somebody looked like, there's nothing wrong with saying black or white if that's what they look like.
1: She's spraying trees and spraying the ground.
3: She and his family are now getting physical threats, but the incident is drawing support from people within the community and beyond who want to make sure Bobby understands she did nothing
11: wrong. So when I read the story, and I saw her testimony; it immediately just broke my heart because I, because these are things that Black girls go through on a day to day basis. Oh, she
1: got on my nerves when she said that, like, why she just couldn't say uh, Black kids? Why does always got to see the downtrodden Black woman goes through this all the time? Someone's always calling the cops on on uh, the downtrodden Black woman trying to get them arrested. Where? When is that?
2: Hardly ever.
1: Exactly. Why she just couldn't say these are things that Black kids go go through? That's all she had to say. She had not make have to make it a gender thing.
9: Uh-huh.
1: And here's another sister. With her damn part hair, she ain't got no damn hair on top of her head. Her hair starts in the middle, middle of her head. Do you see it?
11: I see it. They're not even allowed to be children and just explore the world. Where they're now, there. she
1: could have just said, "That's how uh, black children go through this. You know, they're not allowed to explore the world and all that stuff." I don't know. Uh, give me. We do. We do a podcast where we do news articles. Please send me three articles where these these young black girls are so downtrodden and mistreated. It <laughs> happens all the time. I have never seen it.
11: Adults that are actually genuinely trying to ruin their childhood. So I, you know, I not only not even just ruining their childhood. But literally trying to siphon their brilliance.
3: Dr. Ijoma Opara is an assistant. See, that
1: part was right, other than when she talked about the black girls.
11: Professor at
3: the Yale Public School of Health in the Department of Social and Behavioral Sciences. And I
1: can't stop staring at her darn hair.
3: <laughs> Growing up as a black girl in New Jersey herself, it was important for Para to show Bobby black women scientists who like her are also looking for ways to save the environment. So she invited Bobby and her family for a tour of the science department.
11: I imagine how excited she must have been to go out in her community and say and save her, you know, her trees and her planet, like her, like the state, you know, is incur- encouraging people, too. So I I didn't want her to walk away from that experience thinking this was a bad thing. I wanted to really work with the family to replace that bad memory with a really positive and impactful memory that will last a lifetime. JOSEPH SAYS SHE'S
0: GRATEFUL FOR THE SUPPORT. I DON'T WANT BOBBY TO LOSE HER STEAM FOR STEM. I DON'T WANT HER TO LOSE HER WONDER.
3: I DON'T WANT HER TO LOSE HER ENTHUSIASM FOR NATURE. And it starts where? At home. Joseph is also hoping what happened to her daughter can be used as a teaching moment so other black and brown children never have to be afraid to be at home, a place where they're always supposed to feel safe. For NJ Spotlight News, I'm Melissa Rose Cooper.
1: Well, it was a good thing the lady did was take her to that uh meet different type of scientists and all that stuff. That was cool, but she could have left the black woman thing out of it, a black girl's thing out of it.
2: right. And when they say like oh, she's traumatized, and I was like, no, she wasn't physically hurt. nothing happened. The cop talked to her and she she's fine. So y'all don't need to get uh, uh go for me. y'all don't need to sit here and talk about how she's so traumatized so everybody can reach out and invite her to different things. She's okay
1: uh could it be a money thing?
2: Definitely. They looking for they looking to do shit. You see they uh got that the the, the uh professor from Yale reached out and gave him a tour.
8: Mm-hmm. Like if she
2: wasn't traumatized and none of that would have been reached out. <laughs> <to shit. laughs> Why can't people be
1: traumatized at incidents like that? You no.
2: Know, it's, it's more stuff that you can be traumatized about. The white guy ain't come out yelling at you. The cop ain't yelling at you. Nobody put their hands on you. Well, the it's, hell, it's the, the cop was probably just as mad as the mom. Like, look, you well, got they, me out they, here they with this shit. The cops need to start locking people up or give them a big-ass fine when they call you for some bullshit. That's what they need to do.
1: Well, that's true. If if they start doing that, if our townships or, or cities or whatever you want to call it started doing that, a lot of people wouldn't call the cops with it for bullshit like this.
2: That's what I'm saying.
1: Because I'm pretty sure he was like, Man, you got me out here, and and that little girl with nothing but doing was killing lanternflies.
2: And then he called her a weirdo. You ain't played that part.
1: Who called her who a weirdo?
2: Oh, the no. White no guy, they, after, after the cop explained to her what was going on, he called her a weirdo. That she was killing lanternflies? Don't you got the audio? You didn't play it all? That was it. That's no, was, we'll it's, there's more to it than that. The cop talks to the and is recorded the cop talked to the white guy and then the white guy he tell him like that's a little girl she's nine years old you know what i mean and he's oh well you know uh well what she was doing and he tell her like she was catching lanternflies or whatever saving the trees or whatever and he called her a weirdo nah
1: i ain't see that one so he she's a weirdo because she's doing what the the township told her to do they told him to do to kill a lanternfly so how that makes
2: her a weirdo the
1: audio is out there. If you ain't here, go find it and listen to it. No, I ain't here that one. All right, so I'm going to play this, and I want your opinion of it. The Washington Post unearthed 1957 photo of 14-year-old Jerry Jones in a crowd blocking black students from entering the school. Now, I'm going to play the video. I'm, yeah, I'm going to play the video. And at the end of it, I want to want you to give your opinion. Is he a racist? Is he was a racist? Is he still a racist now? Or do we have to watch out for him or what? Here's the here's the report. Look,
5: look, that was 65 years ago and uh, I had no idea when I walked up there what we were doing. <laughs> of Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones facing
9: questions tonight.
1: Almost look like he said that with a smirk on his face. Like, I ain't know what they was doing.
9: <laughs> About a photo from six decades ago, he appears to be a part of a group of white students blocking black students from entering his high school in North Little Rock. The photo is here. That is Jerry Jones in the upper uh, middle screen there, and this is a blown up version of that. <laughs> this is about the same time. Was sitting on this for a while, waiting
2: for the opportunity.
1: <laughs> yep, he must have did something wrong to somebody. Is was doing? This dude was uh famous. He was famous from owning the Cowboys ever since what the early nineties or late eighties.
2: I want to say probably late eighties.
1: Okay, the late eighties. He he's been famous. These people didn't seen had that picture. He must have pissed somebody off. Yeah, or something. Because this is almost like a Bill Cosby
2: situation. Mhm.
1: And I don't know how the hell you can see that and say, oh shit, that's Jerry Jones.
2: Somebody that actually was there and knew that was him. Somebody Mm -hmm. else that's white in that picture right there had this picture and pulled this shit out because he rubbed them the wrong way. He probably asked for some fucking business loan or something, and Jerry played them. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: On this side of the river at Central High School.
2: Well, you know,
1: let me be honest with you. You know, Jerry Jones hate niggas, and I got a photo that's showing Jerry Jones blocking the school. (laughs) Somebody say, get the fuck out of here. No, let's just hold on to it, because if he pissed me off, you know, I'm just going to get to press this photo.
5: Well, that was, uh, uh, gosh, uh, 60, 65 years ago and um, a
9: curious kid. The photo shot by the Associated Press back in 1957 shows a group of black students trying to integrate classes at North La Rock High School when Jones was a sophomore. The young men are blocked from entering the school by a much larger group of white teens. And there's Jones in the background. (laughs) The Cowboys owner spoke about the issue after the Thanksgiving Cowboys game.
5: Uh, I didn't know at the time the uh, monumental uh, 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 event, really, that was was going on. And uh, uh, I'm sure glad that uh, uh, we're a long way from that.
9: The photo captured when Arkansas was at the center of the civil rights movement, and Arkansas schools were desegregated soon after the photo of Jones was taken. Jones says he showed up to see what was going on, <laughs> not to participate.
1: Hey, look! I just left from home, and I just wanted to see what was up. Now you full of shit when with that one there, <laughs> in the mob.
5: Nobody there had any idea, frankly, what was uh, going to take place.
1: Oh, please. They knew them kids was going, trying to go into their school. Uh,
5: you didn't, uh, we didn't have all the. You
1: lose me now, Jerry. I would have gave you the benefit of the doubt. Now you just lost
5: me. Last 70 years of reference and all the things that were going.
1: All right. So your opinion, uh, what do you think of Jerry Jones? Do you think he's a racist? Do you think he just showed up there on the humbug? I didn't know. Is he canceled? Or what? Now I know you're an Eagles fan, and I know you really don't like the Cowboys and all that stuff. So you have to uh, be uh, neutral on that situation. So what are your thoughts?
2: <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's canceled. <laughs> I don't think he's innocent and not knowing because I'm pretty sure that was a big day. Like they knew well in advance. Uh, tomorrow's the day that the black kids is coming to the school.
11: Like so, they yes. knew well,
2: well in time what was going down. So for them to say he walked up there, ain't no nothing. is bullshit. Hmm. Uh, but I do kind of say like because it was so long ago, and he could have felt like that way back then. That doesn't mean he feel like that way today. It's been a lot of time. I have like a, an old doctor that I work for, like real old. I'm pretty sure he came up in them the r- racist days. Same with patients. It's like real old uh couples that come in white. That's patients and stuff, and they like real nice and real friendly. And I gotta. And sometimes I wonder, like, damn, was they always like this? But, like, people can change over time. hmm
1: Now, is it because they're frail and agile and they don't want you hurting them? So, I'm going to treat you as nice as possible? Or do you really think they?
2: <laughs> no. But I do think, I think it's, it's something to that. I think it's more like they're frail and old and they know this is the end of time. And they know they did a lot of wrong shit. So, now they're trying to correct their wrongs before they go. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Try to make it seem like, well, hey, I changed God or whoever they believe in, you know what I mean? Because they started to be nice to people they wouldn't have been nice to back in the day.
1: <laughs> right. So Jerry Jones is a cancel. You giving him a pass. I'll
2: give him a pass.
1: Okay, but that was bullshit when he just said he oh, yeah, didn't know what, he know what was going on. He didn't know
2: what was going on.
1: Well, you ever noticed sometimes people Cause, always... Cause- uh, 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 let, let me ask you this question you ever notice sometimes people always act like they didn't they didn't know what was going on uh-huh. i didn't know i didn't know like you said they knew like oh no these blacks is going to come to school today we're going to block them from coming
2: in they, they had a date well in advance they knew when it was going to be down yeah as you as you can see in the picture this is not an all-boys school is it no exactly you're not seeing not one girl over here i mean it might could be one girl out there but it looked like all guys because all guys are the ones that's Starting all the riffraff and shit. Look at my right. man with the gla- the uh, cigarette hanging off his lip.
1: And, and here's another thing. Okay, he didn't know. So he just showed up on the humbug. What is the press doing there? So yeah, somebody that had was to a know, big like, day. That was a big right. day.
2: Everybody knew what was up.
1: Right. They knew on the 14th, them black kids is going to yep. be coming up to this school today trying to get in. we going to block them from showing up. Like you mm. said, it ain't it is a is a, uh it's not an all-boys school and look at who all blocking the injuries <laughs> with Jerry Jones in the background. Mm.
9: <laughs>
1: well, for we gotta talk about uh Peter Burns and Ben Watson. Ben Watson, who I always thought was a very, very, very underrated uh uh tight end in the league. He never get his props. They he was always good in
2: his prom, yep.
1: Right. They always talk about Grant. Grom- and they always talk about Tony Gonzalez. They never talked about, they never talked about Ben Watson. And he put up good numbers too. He's uh ladies, ladies and gentlemen out there who's uh like really young folks who really just get into football, he's like from the era where, see, back in back in our day, uh tight ends was just pretty much blocking. Tight ends was pretty much blocking. And once in a while you'll get a tight end that would catch passes like Brent Jones or something like that. But most of the the tight ends was just, like, known as how to block and all that stuff. They weren't, like, big rod receivers like they are now. So so Ben Watson was, like, this tweener. He was in that tweener age. He came in a game where tight ends was like that. And, like, throughout the years, you know, uh, the tight end position started to change. And they start being a, a big rod receiver. Very, very, very underrated. Well, Peter Burns made jokes about Ben Watson's wife on air doing halftime of the Vanneville Florida game. I think this is from the SEC network. So here's the here's the video.
12: Uh, 45, 20. By the way, did you not get the memo on the suits? We all went dark today. You were, you're like Easter yeah. service. Y-
2: y'all kind of leave me off, but
12: uh, oh,
2: man. As long as I get the text from my wife that says I look good. Oh, really? Hey. Hey. So send me the text, babe. Send me the text. It's <laughs> not the one she sent me. I was <laughs> oh, <my laughs> shit. Outdoors. Commercial break. Yeah. Yeah. TV? 15 to 6. Live TV? Huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, so they're going in the commercial break after that.
12: Welcome back to the Farm Rich <laughs> Halftime Report. Uh- now they he's back. Trying to, hold, trying to hold in
1: they laugh. Right. Now they back. It's the other reporter and our old boy, Takeo Spikes, a.k.a. the Thumb, is uh, sitting here. He's the Thumb because of his neck. He had this weird neck. And you notice how small he's gotten? Because his neck doesn't look as big as it used to be.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I can't see his face right now because you got the box over it. But yeah, he's smaller than what he used to be.
1: Derrick, uh, can you see it now?
2: hmm
1: Yeah, his neck. I didn't even know that was him. Right. He, he's not the he's not the thumb anymore. He's just a regular dude now. <laughs> now, this is coming back from a uh, uh, commercial break. Uh,
12: just you and I here to I'm not sure what happened to uh, Peter Burns. Or <laughs> did you uh, did you have him keep? Your wife's name out of his mouth? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how Peter burns his uh with that smart mouth <laughs> in the second half. But uh Gators do not get
1: much going in the first half. Just like you said, our old boy just wanted to bust out laughing. Yep. Well, we're gonna have an uncomfortable conversation. And my name is like a not Emmanuel Ocho. Uh our white brothers, black black men don't make <laughs> jokes about no, I'm being serious. Black, black men don't make jokes about uh, wives or girlfriends. Now, you can have friends. They'll be busting on each other all day long. Look at your sneaks. Look at your hair and all that stuff. They'll never talk about, well, your wife blankety blank. Oh, your girl blankety blank. Even if I, I was friends with somebody and I know he was just in a sexual relationship of uh, friends with benefits uh, with, with, a, with a girl, I still wouldn't make fun of her because you know people got feelings there and you don't make feeling you don't make jokes about about uh about uh a man's uh woman and I see that I see the uh white guys on a Twitter and they saying oh, well what's wrong with that oh I ain't seen it. why so violent it was just a harmless joke yeah it wasn't just a harmless joke but black men don't play that black men don't play that stuff I ain't never heard no 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 guy making fun of somebody's uh
2: girl like that
1: I've and never you, heard you, anybody like that. You're
2: making fun of it uh, on air, talking about his wife checks you. So he went back to get you a two-piece special, and now y'all cool again.
1: <laughs> so do you think he hit him? Yes. Okay. And See, then, he's fixing his
2: suit, and he had a little bit of extra air when he sat down and, and breathed.
1: And then, uh, of of course, again, uh, our black sisters on Twitter, yeah, we must protect black women. Yeah, we got to look out for black women. And I was saying to myself, I sure hope that he married to a white woman. But no, uh, New York Post have a picture of him and his wife together, and she's not she's not white. I was sure hoping she was white, but uh, yeah, never make fun. It was a little harmless joke, and 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 and, and people were trying to act like, well, I didn't hear no sexual no sexual reference to it. It was a sexual reference, cause why would why would his wife have your number? Mm-hmm. What y'all doing playing chess with friends? Word with friends? No. So no, no, uh. No, white brothers, don't don't make fun of a, of a black man's wife. If, if y'all make fun of each other's wives, if if our white brothers make fun of each other's wives or girlfriends and all that stuff, y'all do that. But don't do that to another black guy because black guys, we don't we don't play that. i like I said, I've heard I've been bust on all day long, and I ain't never heard nobody making fun of of, of of my girl or anything like that. And I never made fun of anybody's girl
2: girl and yeah, so kids say, so is off. You don't cross the line exactly
1: right girls and kids is, is off you don't be making fun of nobody's girl and nobody's kids well do you want to add anything to it
2: um not really i mean uh some people just wear like that and they don't realize what they're doing even like uh me when i was in iraq i seen like guys sharing pictures of their girlfriend naked or in lingerie and video and i'm like this is your girlfriend. This is your, your wife. Like, well, how is he sharing shit like that? But, hey, they ain't think nothing of it, and the guys looking they ain't think nothing of it. So, that's, some people just wear it like that.
1: All right, some more sports. We got New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson, who was benched this week because of him not accepting accountability when asked about letting the Jets' defense down. So here's ESPN Booger McFarlane said on not accepting accountability because he grew up with money. <laughs> here's the report. It,
9: it, uh, <laughs> you gave him the shovel, Booger,
0: to bury him by saying no in that game and not taking accountability. You know, you, you mentioned one word, accountability. Let's understand who this young man is before we ask him to accept accountability. He's a young man who grew up with a lot of money. I don't think he's ever had to accept accountability. Look at, and so now on the biggest
1: stage, we... Now look at RG3's face. RG3's face, like, oh, my goodness. He he was he was into the conversation until he said that. Watch, his, watch when they come back and they show that wide shot of RG3's face.
2: Want this quarterback.
1: And Booger McFarland is an asshole, too, by the way.
2: It is, but I think RG grew up with money, too, didn't he? His family?
1: Yeah, that's why I think that he got this look on his face. Right, uh, so he
2: shouldn't have said what he said. Uh, here we go. Oh, oh, that, 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 look at that, his face doesn't <laughs>
12: resonate at all like, <laughs> I mean he's a tough minded kid he see that's running. when he, he should have just said he hasn't so. had to accept the
0: accountability and so now on the biggest stage we want this kid to be an adult in front of grown men and accept accountability it may
1: not uh, Steve Young also uh, grew up uh, with money feel good but what i know about
0: it well, he, he let him down yesterday that's for yeah.
11: sure he
1: let him down yesterday
0: and so i think you have if, if you're Robert solid you have to go to him and say hey listen i don't know how you are used to doing things how you grew up but when you're professional and you go out and perform the way
5: you did you have to accept accountability that's the only way that the men in the line in the end are going it's to the accept quarterback's you. fundamental job yes is to bring the team forward
1: and if he can't do Steve Young is pissed you can see it Ooh, in his face
11: that, That's fundamental to the job yeah. So we we stipulate to that
1: Yeah Boomer Farland Is an idiot it ain't about Well first of all they said that um, Zach had this uh, Battle with the New York press And mm-hmm. when he said that he was like kind of like Being an asshole and they took It serious
11: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I guess that's why they benched him for Because he, does, he doesn't like the, the New York press I guess the New York press is giving Him shit I, I don't mm-hmm. know and uh he just said that just so like just just the the be an asshole or being sarcastic or something. So uh yeah, it it doesn't matter how much money you have. The like like somebody like Booker McFarlane makes a good living. Does his kids have no accountability because they grew up with money?
5: Yeah,
2: they're not in the
1: projects. That's and ridiculous. and I
2: think I think because they only put three points on the board, he should have just said, Yeah, I take full responsibility like that, because y'all didn't score no points. Right. And and y'all lost the game. So a lot of times the quarterback do got to take the blame, but he shouldn't have got benched and they got to win a record with him as a starter. His record was like five and two. Yeah,
1: I think this is like for punishment. Uh, He'll probably be starting next week. That's just a punishment for him to not do that again. You know, Mm -hmm. It, it looks like he's been playing all right to me. Like you said, even though they they running back was doing doing a uh, good and he got hurt, they still was winning.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So last but not least, the Philadelphia Eagles are at home Lincoln Financial Field facing the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football. The Eagles are a six point five favorite, and the over and under is forty six point five. Philip, what is your thoughts on this game? I'm
2: gonna go with the under. Aaron Rodgers ain't been doing shit all year, but the Eagles been fucking around. It's not going after quarterback, so if you're going to sit there and let him sit in the pocket, he can kill you. You mm-hmm. have to put pressure on him, and I don't like our defensive coordinator not using this pressure like that until we're down. He always turn it up in the second half when it comes to putting pressure on the quarterback. How about start the game off with that shit? And the same with the running back. Run the ball. Our running back only had, what, two carries in the first half? Last mm-hmm. game he only had one in the first half. Like what is going on? And then he runs the ball in the second half and he looks real good. So where was it at in the first half? They got a good opportunity.
1: Right. Uh what is your your uh, prediction of the final score?
2: Uh I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I'm gonna say
1: uh 24-17. All right, I think the Eagles is gonna lose this one. I'm a reverse of everything you just said. They uh not going to blitz. They're going to let Aaron Rodgers sit back and throw the football. And Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be hurt his thumb. Is that his throwing hand? I'm not sure. Okay. He has like a thumb injury. I don't know what, what hand it's on. But uh I think they're going to sit there and he's going to throw the football. He's going to just be relaxing, just be throwing the football down the field. First half. Second half, they're going to try to buckle down and they're going to lose this one for the same shit that you just said. Not blitzing the quarterback not running the football, they're going to do the same shit. And I want them to lose because that's just what you get for not doing what, what you, you can do. Like you said, you got all these pass rushes, all these guys that can blitz the quarterback. You got a running back who's, who's not awful. He's like damn one of the best in the league. Uh, have you ever looked on averages? Who got the highest average in the league? He's got to be up there, right? Yeah, he's up there. Uh, do, should I check real quick? Uh, you can. Uh, are we counting
2: quarterbacks?
1: No. Miles Sanders is 15. Well, he's not, not really 15. He's probably more like, let me see. Well, Daniel you have Jones to take, out. take
2: take out backup running backs and take out quarterbacks.
1: No, this is for, for people who had a lot of uh, carries. He's uh, 4.9. So he's 15, but in actuality, he's, he's like what? One, two, one, two, three, four. There's four quarterbacks ahead of him. So that makes him uh, uh, 11 out of running backs. So that's a high average. So yeah, he's he's up there, like we said. And they're not running him. The, the guy almost averaged five yards a carry, and he played in 10 games. And they're not running them. They're not running the football. So I want them to uh, lose this game because that's what you get for not running the football. So I believe that the Green Bay Packers is going to win tonight. And you know what? I'm going to reverse your score. I'm going to say the Eagles got 17 and the Green Bay Packers got 24.
9: <laughs>
1: and I'm going to say, good, that's exactly what you get. They're going to sit there and let him. Man, all these guys that the Eagles have, they should be getting at least about four or five sacks a game. Probably more than that.
2: Well, you you're depending on your front four to, to get bring pressure. When you gotta have you gotta have somebody else come in. You have a linebacker blitz, you gotta have a safety blitz, you gotta mix it up, not just right. depend on your four. And if your four don't get there, then there's no blitz.
1: Right. You got
2: Hassan Reddick dropping in the coverage. He should never drop in coverage. Every play, he should be going after that quarterback.
1: hmm Yep. So anything else you want to add about the game or
2: not really. Just waiting for the start up.
1: All right, well, you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at PL Judgmentals, Instagram at The2Judgmentals, or you can email us at Judgmentals at gmail.com. All right, Philip, thank you. And lend a hand on Christmas time. I'll talk to you about it when Christmas uh, come a little closer. Please, <laughs> All right. All right. I can check the
3: status on my level, not
0: my Facebook. Comments on my photos. That's why I stay on the low low. Most of y'all is associated, so I'll be on my Dolo. Hold up, walk that whoa, Hold the phone. You think all I do is rap? I can do it on my own. That's why I produce the track. Don't wonder where my crew is at. They'll be back. Niggas see me walking. On the block it look like